All right, welcome to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's work guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. That's right, party people. We already know that Jesus's actions and interactions reflect that women are dignified, we are worthy, and we are qualified to walk Mm -hmm. in the glory he placed before us. Jesus saw that glory in each and every woman. We see that in each and every one of you. And that is the intention we build upon this space in Michelle Obama's internet, where we are the Blackest Christianist podcast. And we're hoping that next week, is a good week for the U.S. of A. Oh, gosh, Amen. I forgot. Amen. <laughs> Cover us, Lord. Cover us. Please, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> keep us near the cross, Lord. Just keep the democracy near the cross. That's all I'm asking. Please. And not the fake cross that they be trotting out, the real cross. Because <laughs> they be trying not this fake cross. I don't know what that is. No. Oh. So come hang out with us every Thursday. Uh, on your favorite podcasting platforms, Instagram at Mary and Martha Podcast. Email us at Mary and Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, I think I forgot, I didn't talk to Keisha about this, but I think at some point we should do some listener letters. So if you got a burning question on your spirit that you want to ask us, that you want us to ask on air, <laughs> start sending in those questions. Because I just, I just, so Christina can answer them. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to have an episode where it's like, I want to answer some tribe members' questions and bring on some really cool special guests to answer things. Answer them. You gonna bring back our litigation skills, or we gotta start (laughs) answering things on the fly, like uh, we're gonna gonna read them in in advance, hopefully. Hopefully, and that just start. All right, y'all. Send us stuff randomly. Remember to send us some questions. Remember remember to like and subscribe. Thank you to all of our regular listeners, y'all. Um. Y'all have been showing up and showing out. We are hitting like insane numbers (laughs) right now. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited to see what the Lord is doing, but we are like, I, yeah, I don't, I I don't even know how many lists, how many views we have at this point. Y'all must be telling the rest of y'all friends that are still in quarantine who need a little pick me up. You're like, well, you can listen to the Mary Martha (laughs) podcast. I mean, we had, we had a, um, yeah, we just, yeah. Y'all been y'all been tuning in. Let me I'll just say that. Y'all been tuning in. So um we got some church announcements today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. So before I talk about our present church announcement, I'm gonna talk about a future church announcement, which is as y'all know, November November is our book club month. And we are so excited to welcome our girl, y'all's girl, all of our girls, <laughs> the owner and operator of your life's well, our favorite resident therapist. And my good sis, Erica St. Bernard. And if you have not purchased her book, We Over Me, go to yourlifeswell.com forward slash shop. Go ahead and get you your copy. Cop it. Cop two, actually. There's a discount. If you cop two, get one for you. Get one for your loved one. Go over together and meet us back here next month. But for today, we're very, very excited. Very, very excited. Yeah. Insert sounds of excitement here yes with us today have michelle mckinney who is joining yeah. us for today's episode say hello girl hey y'all 
the dream architect herself. Hey, hey, hey. Dreams unleashed. Oh my gosh. Okay, now that's okay. No? Okay. okay. All right. Well, Christine's <laughs> gonna go ahead and introduce Michelle. Fine. You know what is what is that? What is she you know like unleashed. what is that guy's name that's like the motivational speaker that has like all the like John Mac not John Maxwell? Oh my gosh, I can't think of it. The big now. tall jump. Yeah, that just and that that he be like motivating people in like conference I know rooms. What you're talking about it's like right here. I can see him. I can. And then see he him be yelling body. at people though when he motivates. Yeah, he they, does. He's a yeller. He's a big guy though. <sighs> Tony Robbins. There we go. Tony Robbins. <laughs> Thank you. That's. His I was name. like, it's either the black man or the white man. <laughs> Tony Robbins or Les Brown. Where we at? <laughs> that was like Tony Robbins intro music when he comes out. Like, do do do. Oh, I take it. I take it. I've never had intro music, so I take that. <laughs> Got you, girl. So, y'all, let me tell you about Michelle McKinney, who is one of the dopest women you will ever meet. Um, She is a woman of so many hats. um, And one of her goals is to make sure that women really tap into the dreams that they have inside of them. You know, like when your soul says there has to be more to my life than this. Michelle will help you realize that what God has given you, the gifts, the passion, the purpose is so much richer, so much more powerful and so much bigger than you already know. She's going to help you discover it, dream it, plan it and do it. This is her soul's work, her heart's desire to help women discover, define and boldly live out their God given dreams. Y'all, let me just tell you, Michelle tells you that you don't have to let your dreams go because of lack of time or resources. I ain't got no time. So I, I like <laughs> you just read the part that said not because of lack of time. Look at you. Look at and you. I, I know. But I'm saying she said you don't have to let your dreams go because of a lack of time. And yeah, I don't have no time right now. You don't have to shrink behind someone else's vision or play small to make others feel big. And Michelle is here to help you make it all come to life. So she loves people. She loves Jesus. Um, I actually know Michelle through the best church in the world, Zion Church. Um, She is an executive and personal assistant, and she loves, um, I'm going to say control chaos, because that's really what, you know, that life really is. It is. It really is. It really is. I like that. Every EA knows what you're talking about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> and what she discovered during those years was that her work was more uh, was about more than just keeping the executive she supported on task. It was about clearing a path, moving the little things out of the way so they could focus on the bigger stuff. So um, that's, you know, I'm gonna give you a little taste of who she is, but she's also a mom of two, three. Am I missing one kid? Three. Yeah. I'm also, I think, yeah. Three. Look, they'll pay for all three of them. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she is amazing, a boss chick, and y'all know we love, we stand for a woman who wants to see other women do amazing. So we have no choice but to stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we bow in her presence. We are so excited to have her on. Michelle McKinney, everybody. Oh, oh I'm just gonna sit here with y'all. I love all of this. We welcome you, sis. We welcome you. Now to welcome you. We're going to kick it off with our Mary or Martha moments. Now, as y'all know, this is where we talk a little bit about what's going on in our worlds, a little bit of a reflection time for our weeks. And specifically, we're thinking about whether or not you're really in touch and seeing what Christ is doing in your life and staying present in the moment like Mary, 
Mm. Or you know what? You've been focusing on that work. And so sometimes you just focus on the little details of life. Sometimes you get a little caught up. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. You're doing it like Martha. So we're going to kick it off with our guest this week. <laughs> Michelle, did yes. you have a Mary or Martha moment this week that you want to talk to us about? I will say I'm having a, a Martha season. Yeah, I think that, you know, as much as my church self would love to say, girl, I am just so in my Mary space. I don't come out of Mary. That's not my reality. And I, I appreciate you guys because y'all keep it real. And that I think for me and for a lot of women, a lot of people, period, with the quarantine, I think there are more activities to do. I think yep. you're being asked to do more. And the big difference that I think is that I don't have the ability to outsource and get help like I normally mm-hmm. would. So mm-hmm. like with my mom or other people that I would normally have or hire to do things for me, yeah. it's on me, myself, and I. That's it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Real. there are pieces that I am, like as I get comfortable with things that I am like, okay, let me try this now. Let me try that. Mm-hmm. But it's in little pockets. And so I feel like, I, not I feel like I know I've been in this Martha space where I'm trying to steal moments for mm-hmm. Mary. Yeah. yeah. My life really has been in a season of Martha. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's real. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's real. And, I, you know, normally I would pass it off to Christina, but I feel like that's a good segue into my happen to be Mary moment, mm. but totally tied to a Martha season, just like you were just <laughs> talking about. Mm-hmm. So earlier this week, you know, I had a really long day because the days, woo child, they long, but I had a really <laughs> long day. It was really tiring. Like my brain was exhausted. And so I put my daughter to bed and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stay up for a little bit, but I'm gonna go to bed early. By the time I got to bed, I was like, man, it must be late because I am tired. I got into bed. I looked at my phone. It said 815. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go to bed anyway, because Mm -hmm. I'm listening to my body tell me, Mm -hmm. I don't care what time it is, it's time for you to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And so you need to rest. So I took Mm -hmm. that Mary moment and I was like, thank you God for this moment to rest. And I slept, but it was because I'm in the midst of a Martha season. That's making me so tired. (laughs) So I get it. I get it. So I I happen to have a merry moment this week. Oh, I love it. But it was within a Martha season. So hey. Jesus said, "Go to bed." Do you like it? Yes. <laughs> Take that butt to bed, sis. Take that you. butt to bed. Go ahead, bed. daughter. Get yeah. your rest. <laughs> All right, Christina, wrap uh, us up. You have I, a merry or Martha moment this say, week. I'm feeling very like Mary. Mm. Only because <laughs> I am just still completely in a, just a. Uh, wash bath shower of gratitude um shout out to everybody who like hit me up after we uh, we had our last episode (laughs) about miracles um shout out to y'all I know and I wasn't gonna show even show the back of his head but look at God y'all got to see the back of his head look at at you look at you I was proud of you I was (laughs) child so shout out to, to everybody who reached out to me who was excited I really do feel like sometimes when you have like these big moments that happen in your life when people have kind of seen the trajectory in the path Mm -hmm. because this is something I've talked about for the past year and a half yep Um, I think people are just excited 
to see God working. So yes. that just gets me excited to see people like, oh my gosh, you know, if God can do it for you, I know that, you know, he's amazing. He's able, which is, which has been just all that I could ask for in this situation. So I am um, in total gratitude and just shout out to you guys. Shout out to our tribe. Just make you feel so loved. Yeah. All our tribe members, all our new listeners. Because actually I've had, I have had people say, hey, I listened to your podcast for the first time when I saw that you tagged it on your stories. Um, and you guys are cool. I'm like, oh. That's great. <laughs> Can I tell you, I had, a, I had a, like a little bit of a weepy moment. Because, you know, it never occurred to me, um, and I'm sure you're realizing this now that like in motherhood, like time glazes. So you really mm -hmm. don't know like what day of the, like what day it is sometimes. <laughs> Correct. It hit me that we both became moms in 2020 because oh. I forgot that I'd only just become a mom this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got, my baby got to be like three, four years old at this point. And so when that hit, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> we were, we were, now we weren't in law school together, but we were in law school at the same time mm -hmm. and we clerked together and that's yep. what we met. Then we began our legal careers. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we both began our legal careers in the same place. And then yep. you know, I just, anyway, I just feel like our, our friendship, I took a step back and thought about our friendship and like working together and I just. I had a little moment. Yeah, I had a little moment. I I, I admit it. She <laughs> knew her. We got Look a little, little emotional. We did. I mean, I will say, I think it's really cool that we both coming into the podcast had a desire for certain things in our lives. Right. And be, I, I'm totally going to attribute this to because we were obedient to what I God agree. told us to do. Mm-hmm at the time that all of the thing, all of the, the desires of our hearts are manifesting mm -hmm. um, in a way that is just so beautiful. And I think a lot of it has to do with we're, we're obedient. Yeah. So not saying that obedience is the only way, but it's like um, when God implants desires into your heart and they are things that are his will, um, you have a comfort in the mm -hmm. fact that the promises that he made will come into fruition and your part is just being obedient and listening to him and following him. So and it ain't always easy about, but even what we talked about, about, and sorry, Michelle, we're going to come right back to you, girl. But no, <laughs> let's keep going. No, this is, you listen, know, I this was is even great. just thinking about the fact that we've talked about how important community is and mm -hmm. that I just don't think it's not a coincidence. Like I just feel like it's divine ordination and order that we were, destined to meet the way we did mm -hmm. uh destined for our growth in christ to to do what it did to start this ministry together to talk in depth as we did about like wanting to become moms and all mm -hmm. that and then doing that together i just you know look at me oh you're about to cry you now oh. i love it <laughs> I love it. I just, you know, I just, I just feel, I feel very blessed to be tied to you. Aww. And I'm, I'm excited to, I'm just excited to, to raise our kids together. Mm -hmm. You know, Ooh. I just, I love you friend. Anyway. I, I love you too. Okay. All right. <laughs> Back to the podcast. All right. Oh, y'all Keisha got sappy. Y'all know Keisha a thug. So <laughs> I am a thug and I will be returning to my thug nature. Okay. It's thug messes over You're here. Thug Let's jump into the group chat. <laughs> 
All right, y'all. We got, <laughs> I love you too, boo. We got Michelle McKinney here for a reason. So y'all know we've been working on gifts of the spirit for the past, Jesus has been eight weeks. <laughs> That's quite some time. Y'all, yeah. y'all might be yeah, sick of us now. No, yeah, but no, every gift. <laughs> But they're so important. They're just honestly, they're just so important because um, the gifts that God has given us Mm -hmm. are for a reason. Yep. Right. It's it's not random what we've been given, the Mm -hmm. skills set we've been given, the gifts of the Spirit. But we also wanted to have a fuller conversation about gifts God gives you. Right. So there's the gifts of the Spirit, but then there's gifts that manifest in a very real way, a very practical way in the way that we live our lives. And so we wanted to talk about how God also uses that, how he gifts us with certain skills and abilities and desires that, that we can then use to still glorify him on earth. And that's why we brought Michelle to talk to y'all today. And y'all are going to be pressed once this conversation is over. I promise you. (laughs) Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention is her website is dreams, um, dash unleashed.com so dreams-unleashed.com we will put it in the show notes um and michelle we'll put your email address for dreams unleashed in the show notes as well reach out y'all feel free to reach out reach out to her to get some become a client how about that um so that you (laughs) you can figure out what god is doing in your life and how to move towards its purpose so michelle our first question to you is what was your journey in realizing your gifts? So when I go back, right, I go back to the fact that my dad who raised me and I, that that's important to say from the space of my mom passed away when I was very young. And so mm-hmm. my uncle was the person who my uncle and my aunt raised me. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the interesting thing about that is that I think our family was a family of entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and in that space of entrepreneurship um just because I was 10 did not mean that I wasn't going to be put to work and (laughs) I embraced it and so my dad he owned a um multiple businesses and even in elementary school I would you know after my homework whatever was done I would sit there and do like invoices and the more that he felt like he could trust me with little tasks here and there, mm-hmm. um, because I think part of that was I was also trying to explore my identity, because mm-hmm. I think when you come from a place where your family, your your initial family dynamic changes and you're aware of that as a child, a lot of times you start to search for your identity. And so in that space, um, I think I was trying to figure me out and also where did I fit in my new family also, right? So that's important to kind of give context to it because mm-hmm. my other siblings uh, who were his, not his um, um, naturally born to him, they had no interest and they were, you know, they were just in a different space of their life, which is totally fine. But I was in a seeking space of my life um, mm-hmm. all throughout my elementary days. And so the more that he would give me, the more that I would explore. And so it was like, okay, so listen, I need you to send um, this invoice to this client. And so after I would send that invoice, it was like, okay, she did good with that. Okay, now you can call the client. And then after (laughs) calling the client, hey, let me see what your writing skills are. And now you can email the client, right? Mm -hmm. And so the more that I did that with him and the great thing I think about parenting and what he helped me to do was to give me the space to explore 
what my gifts were. And he, I don't think he yeah. even really knew that that's what he was doing. And I think that's a pivotal role that parents and guardians can play in those that they, children that they are um, raising is to give them the space to explore what mm-hmm. those God-given gifts are. And so I think it started there, but then I think another, like much further along in my life, there was a like really important thing that I heard um, a pastor by the name of Ed Young, I think he's in Texas say, he said, it's a, um, a message so long ago, I still remember the series, I think it's called Comfortable. Um, and he had this quote, he said, we are here to do more than recreate, procreate, do deals and die. And mm-hmm. I heard that, I swear y'all, at least 20 <laughs> years ago. And I'm still quoting that because mm. it has such a profound effect on me. Because when you think of that, you know, in terms of what he said is we're here to do more than recreate, meaning have fun. You can still have fun, but right. we're here for more than just to have fun and procreate. Procreation is important and it's fun and it's all the things, right? But we're here for maybe even more than procreating. We are here for more than doing deals in terms of business. Business Mm -hmm. is good, but it's not just about transactions. And we are here for more just to give, to be born and then to die. And so that became very pivotal for me. And so I think that kind of put the fire up a bit more for me to begin to explore, well, why am I here? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. And and I I think um, just in line with that, trying to figure out why you're here in that journey of realizing what those gifts were we know that there are um gifts that can be used like in different ways and so like as you figured out what those gifts that you had were how did you figure out like what gifts could be used for the church what gifts could be used in a professional capacity do you use them both and Mm -hmm. and what were the gifts that you realized you had that led to your to dreams unleashed so this is my thing I think that I think one of the challenges that we have is that we try to compartmentalize so many things mm-hmm. and yeah. the danger that is sort of like I remember being at work some years ago in the corporate space and we had a ministry that was called salt and light right Mm-hmm. And it was our Christian ENG where we were allowed to have Bible study once a week, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to a friend of mine and she was like, yeah, I don't do, I don't do um, my faith at work. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And I don't fault her for that. Those were just the boundaries that she established. Um, I think part of it for us is that it's important to be able to live through and through who you are. And as people, you know, buzzwords now, as more people talk about diversity and inclusion, is to bring your whole self to work, right? Mm. And so bringing my whole self to work is really not just about, you know, the, the, my dialect and, you know, my hair. It's not about just those things. It is, let me bring my whole self to work in terms of all the gifts that God has given me. I just mm. personally, I don't think that it was his intention for us to compartmentalize things. Mm-hmm. I think that whatever the gifts that God has granted you, I believe that it's his intention for you, for you to be able to use them in the totality of your life, wherever mm-hmm. he sends you. Yes, mm-hmm. mm. I agree. And then, and then how did you, now how did you translate those into launching your business? Like, how did you... Yeah. So the way that the shift happened for me was that I've been an executive assistant for hmm, at least 22, 23 years now, right? 
And in that space, God has just given me so much favor to work at great companies where I've learned a lot um, and have, you know, just the, the pieces that I've picked up. And so in that space of working with these senior executives, I got to a place where I felt that still small voice was like, listen, you've been doing this work, you know, this strategy stuff for executives for all these years. I want you to take that, that skill set and translate it to the everyday woman. And to give mm -hmm. context to that, in terms of the executives in the space that I've carved out for myself in that executive assistant space, you know, there is a, you can be an assistant and really just straight be an assistant, right? Or an executive mm -hmm. assistant. The, the space that I carved out that I think God gave me in that space was, I'm gonna be your assistant and I'm going to, if you need coffee, you need food, I got you, right? If you need me to set your appointments, answer your phones, I got you too. Well, now that we finished that work, help me to understand what is the connection for you between your personal life and your professional life? Because mm -hmm. a lot of times I, I've found that the assignments that God would send me on every single time, it was an executive, whether female or male, that was having some, some sort of um, collision between their personal life and managing mm -hmm. that. And then mm -hmm. just all the success they were having in the workplace. And yeah. so what I would do, because of course, in the, in the corporate space, you can't ask your assistants typically to do anything personal. It's against corporate ethics and policies, right? Mm -hmm. But I would ask them like, hey, you know, I got all the work done. Do you need me to go get your wife the cake? Or do you need me to get your kids the da-da-da? Or do you need me to pick up the dry cleaner or whatever? So I kind of carved out that space, which then led to let me help, help me to understand what is your overall vision? What is it that you mm -hmm. really want? That's where it started. And so then when you fast forward, when I felt like God was like, listen, you've been doing this work for executives. Now I want you to transfer this to the everyday woman that is struggling between her business life and her personal mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how do I live out this God-given purpose, but I got so much on my plate. I don't right. know where to start. I don't have the time. Mm -hmm. I don't have the resources. Well, when you work for executives, you figure out how to get things done without the time, the resources, or the know-how. And mm -hmm. so that's where Dreams Unleashed was birthed is taking that skill set, working with executives into the everyday woman that was like, I need some balance and some help trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that. I think a lot of times we just assumed our overarching purpose is going to be like, gosh, and I'm saying, this is it right here. Yeah. But a lot of times it's like, what are you already, where are you already serving? Mm -hmm. Where do you already feel the most joy? Yep. Um, you know, where you're operating and how can you use that to benefit and serve more people, which is really what your spiritual gifts are for is for how can we serve people? How can we make people's lives so that it points um, them to God and not Absolutely. just the everyday solution? So, and I think I also that. what I loved about what you said is that you weren't focusing on the title Mm -hmm. but you were focusing on your purpose within this role, mm -hmm. right? Because there, mm -hmm. there are some people who just get so caught up in whatever their title is. Mm -hmm. that they don't see the expansive way that God could use them in a particular role. So mm -hmm. I have heard people, people who are very short-sighted, I have heard them like talk down about assistance and executive assistance. And I'm like, first of all, that's the backbone of the organization. Yep. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. If you don't have a good assistant, let me tell you, you won't be successful in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that you looked at it like that, I, I hope that there, there is somebody 
who feels like, who has been feeling like in my particular, in this particular job title, I can't be, I can't da, 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 da. And I, I hope that they hear, if it's one thing that they mm-hmm. hear from you is that like them being in that role, God can still use you. And right. so you've got to take off the, like what the world tells you is the limits of that role and let God be as expansive as possible. Absolutely. With whoever you are and whoever you're meant to affect. Yeah. Can I add to that? Cause that's, I'm so glad you said that. Cause that's important, right? Is that I stopped calling things. I mean, if I have to, I do, but I stopped calling things jobs and started calling them assignments that wherever mm-hmm. it is that God sends me, right. I'm on assignment. Mm-hmm. And my personal belief is that when I'm in his will, God does not move me from my assignment until both of these two things have been accomplished. Either I have learned every single thing that I was supposed to learn Mm -hmm. to help me in the next assignment, Mm -hmm. or I have given out to whoever it is that God has gifted, whoever it is that God has sent me on assignment. Sometimes Mm -hmm. God will send you to a place and your assignment is one person, right? When you Mm -hmm. go back to scriptures that he will go after the one. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, when you think about that, a job versus an assignment, it can change your whole posture. So I don't care Mm -hmm. if your assignment is to be the fry person at McDonald's or Burger King, wherever you are, that's Mm -hmm. your assignment. It's not just a job. That assignment is there for your growth. And, but then also for you to be able to give light to other people. And I just really believe until you've done those two things and that assignment that God's given you in terms of in his space, Mm -hmm. I just don't see that the promotion happening in the way that you'd like it to. And sometimes as fast as you can. And so sometimes when you are waiting for the promotion and it feels like it still hasn't happened, I challenge people. Doesn't mean it's always like this, but I challenge you to go back and look to see Is there anybody else that God wanted me to bring light to here in this organization? Mm. Or is there another skill set and skill and and development is not just about skill development. It could be Mm. about character development. Mm -hmm. There have been jobs or assignments Mm. that I've had that it was never about the skill development. It was about my character. There were Mm -hmm. parts about my character that God knew that if he kept me the way that I was for the next assignment, I would have messed it up for everybody else that was there. So don't get so focused on getting promoted to the next assignment until you fulfilled what he's asked you to do where you are. Mm. Word right there. In that in this conversation right there. Because that was a whole <laughs> All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> that, was, that was a whole because <laughs> yes. let me tell you, I yeah, like professionally, I will say I completely agree with that because there are things that I can look back on with my previous positions. Like, all right, until I really got that, God didn't move. Like God was yes. like, no, <laughs> you ain't learned that the last time. We gonna learn it this time. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I definitely see mm-hmm. like that that mindset of job versus assignment. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so freeing for people. That's so freeing for people. And then, I mean, as you know, like most of our listeners are women. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about um, uh, things that need to be moved for us to live in the freedom that God has for us, mm-hmm. what are some obstacles that you specifically see that women have experienced 
when it comes to um, merging their spiritual gifts with their dreams or their purposes? Like what, like, do you see specific things Mm -hmm. given who you work with Mm -hmm. specific things that women have been, have been struggling through? Yeah, I think one of the key ones, there's, there's, there, I think there's multiple things, mm-hmm. but one of the key ones that I'll, you know, bring to our conversation is we often have this thing about getting it right. Like it has to be, <laughs> yes. so we don't start where <laughs> mm-hmm. there have been studies. I think it was HP. There's this really great um, article, I think years ago from the Atlantic that talks about a study. I think that was Hewlett Packard or somebody did that they were trying to figure out, whichever company it was, but I feel like it was Hewlett Packard, they were trying to figure out, they they had a desire to get more women in leadership positions, right? But the problem was the women were applying for the jobs. Mm -hmm. They were showing time and time again that the guys, they were outnumbering the women in terms of just applications. Mm -hmm. So they had a company go through their organization and figure out what's the, what's the, the block? Why is this not happening? And what they saw was that when women typically, not all, but typically would look at the job description, you know, that part that says qualifications or requirements they would look at that and they would check off mentally in their head. I got that. I got that. I got that. I got that. Oh, I don't have number eight. Oh, I don't have another number nine. I'm not going, I'm not even going to apply Right. Yep. because yep. now you disqualified yourself. Mm-hmm. Now here come Bob looking at the job <laughs> and Bob is like, yeah, buddy, that's a promotion. I, I got listen. four and that's it. Listen, we just I said, I met, I met one requirement. I'll apply. There you go. <laughs> and so I think for us as women, we will question ourselves to death about yep. even if you think about spiritual yep. gifts, right? Mm. Or gifts in yep. general, is that we'll spend so much time trying to figure out, well, wait, 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 I need to find out. Is it prophesying? Is it administration? Or what is it? What do I know? I got to figure that out first. And it's like sort of what Christina was saying is, just do what you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think when you do what you're doing, the clarity will come along with counseling and coaching and things like that will help, but don't get so focused on getting it right that you don't even take the first step Mm -hmm. in the dream path that God has, because I believe there's a book that Stormy O'Martin has. And I tell people this often, I've never read the book, but I love the title. And so I've created my own pieces. (laughs) Right. But the name of the book is Just Enough Light for the Step That I'm On. And the reason why I love that title so much is because I believe when it comes to our dreams, God gives us just enough light for the step that I'm on. Mm. If God were to show me the entire staircase and Mm. the top of what was there, I would look at that staircase and I would like, okay, step one is cool, right? But, oh, wait a minute, step 10 got a big old hole in it. And wait a minute, it's a big old Doberman, you know, a big mm-hmm. pig bull up at step 13. And, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to skip and jump from 15 to 23. That would terrify us. And so yes. we would get overwhelmed and not even start. So I believe God gives us just enough light for the step that I'm on. So then what does that mean in our practical if you're trying to figure out, God, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? Say lie it, pause and reflect. What is the last thing that he told you to do? Mm. A lot of times we don't have clarity because we haven't been obedient with even the small thing that he asked you to do. Mm. I don't believe that he really shows us the big picture until he can. He knows that he can trust you with the small details of what he's yeah. shown you already. Mm. Yeah. yeah, ooh, that's good. <laughs> I... Oh, good. <laughs> so good. I'm like, okay, one step. 
<laughs> right here too. <laughs> what step am I on now? And where is the light? And how can I find the light? In the that? light is at the light is at your feet because it's step. just enough light for the step. Oh, come on now! Mm. Come on now! Come on now! <laughs> Why did you fall out? I was listening. I was listening. You heard me listening. You know, I, I was listening. <laughs> you know, and I will say that even in us uh, starting this podcast almost two years ago now, it's like we didn't envision this at all, like where God has taken us. And I think if you would have told us two years ago, hey, you guys are going to be getting paid to write devotionals for companies, we would be like, we ain't doing this. Like, that sounds too big. (laughs) You're also going to be doing it in the pandemic uh, as both of you are new moms. We So you had that step you say that had the big hole in it? Right, that's the one. Been like, you know what? Been like, never mind, Keisha, we don't need to do this. It's fine. That's my number of time. Right. But, you know, I think that because we stepped out on faith and just did it and allow God to illuminate each step as we went um, and not had the ability to see all the steps completed because we we wouldn't have done it. I, I, I could tell you right now, I would not have been like, let's do this had I known everything that we were going to face. Because um, individually, we couldn't have done it on our own Same. at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad and, and happy because we, we have really affected, um, so many women and I am in awe of that, but I'm glad that God only gave me enough light for that one step. Cause mm. I would have talked myself out of it. Like, mm-hmm. yep, absolutely day. not. I mean, I almost talked myself out of the podcast, but that, that fateful night when we were watching whatever movie that was that Christina was judging. Some movie you like, ain't never seen and I took your black card from some, you. Some black movie. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Did you, did but you get that night. Over my house next. It. Did she get her black card back? That's the thing that's important to know. Did you I don't think I stayed not, long enough to watch though. the whole movie. You're Jamaican. <laughs> no. I want to say this to the American people. I am a card-carrying United States citizen. <laughs> but I was okay, raised, I mean, yes, you are. <laughs> I was raised in a foreign household. So there's a lot that I do not know. Okay. Y'all would just have to forgive me and let the Lord know that I'm still worthy of being worked on. Amen. But Amen. what I was saying <laughs> is that it was just so important that when it came to this particular dream, I mean, we've talked about this so much that when it was just mine. I was too scared to do it. Mm-hmm. Christina had her own thing that she was thinking about. And she was like, I don't have the wherewithal to do it. But when the two of us came together mm-hmm. in community, that's when we could work towards what, what God had set for both of us to do. And so it was mm-hmm. just so important that we were able to support each other in fulfilling yeah. this particular, in unleashing this particular dream. Hello. Hello. And that, you know what? That's such a great segue to our, our next question. I know it, it is. I know you did it on purpose. You know Ali So, Michelle, <laughs> how important is your circle of friends in fulfilling your gifts? Huge. It's huge, <laughs> you know. And, but that I, I think what a circle of friends provides is accountability and encouragement. Mm-hmm you know, cause I think you need both. Right. But the thing that as women, we can't get, um, stopped by is that your existing circle of friends may not be your dream 
fighters or your dream Ooh. advocates, right? Ooh, speak on and that. Think, speak on that. Go get, ahead. <laughs> we get discouraged because the women who are in our circle, who have been championing us in the other mm -hmm. areas of our life, when we have this dream, this sort of Noah moment, um, mm -hmm. they don't get it and or they don't buy the the merchandise or they don't you know mm. sign up for your services mm. well that doesn't mean that that was who she was supposed to be supposed to be when mm. we years ago i think it was i think it's been almost like not no about yeah actually longer than that probably about 12 10 however long ago years it was when we were starting our adoption journey there was nobody there was nobody in my existing circle at the time that mm. understood this vision to adopt internationally nobody got mm. it right but the people that I started with, I tell the story often because I'm so grateful for them. It was a couple in Tennessee called Sarah and Nick Du Bois. And they were a Caucasian or still are a Caucasian <laughs> Unless they hit you with that they, Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> never know. <laughs> but they um, had gone through the process. They were also adopting from Ethiopia at the time. But they had gone through the fundraising process, which was totally new to me because mm. here we are with this, this God-sized dream where I felt God was like, listen, I need y'all to go to Ethiopia to adopt a child. And first of all, God, I don't travel. What you mean we got to go to <laughs> Ethiopia? I don't, I don't yet own a passport. You know, I go as far as Richmond. That's like as far as I'm going two hours away. Mm -hmm. And so everything that he was asking um, me to do at that time, it was outside of my own comfort zone. And so, but this couple, they had traveled the path. And so I reached out to them and they became our first donor, even without asking. Mm. I remember them sending a check to us. I think it was like 300 or $400, mm. which helped secure the deposit, the initial deposit for us to contract with the agency we were going to work with. And so they were our first like dream people, dream defenders. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it grew from them to um pastor jeff simmons at church um he was when i wasn't sure about oh is this from how do i i remember asking him pastor jeff how do i know if this is from god or if mm. this was me and you know that whole space and pastor jeff i'm scared i don't know this is like a really daunting you know god-sized dream and i remember him being the next person to be like listen this is what you need to know about that and it was so encouraging and so little by little my new circle of people, it didn't mean that I, my friends were no longer my friends, but my new circle of people that were going to be my dream advocates began to emerge. So mm -hmm. sometimes the thing that God has given you to do, you might be the one doing it by yourself. Sometimes mm -hmm. he does send yeah. community right away. But what I do know for sure is that if you at least start, the path will illuminate for the resources and the people that will come along in the vision. Biblically, mm -hmm. think like yeah. I say, you think about Noah. Nobody got it until it was like, yo, can you let us in? Right. People yep. won't necessarily get the vision at the, at the beginning, but to be able to have a community of people that will hold you accountable, whoever they are, it, but just be aware that they may not look like your existing community and you have to be open to that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the <clears throat> no new friends. Like I don't need anybody else in my circle, but you're so right. Like in every God-sized dream, you may, or, or you'll probably have a new community um, because those are the people who have done it, who have been there, who can pour into you, who can really, you know, talk you through what you're going through. Um, I love that. And that is so, that is so true. That is so true. 
So, um, Michelle, where can people find you? What what do you do at Dreams Unleashed um, that our tribe can really benefit from? Other than all the nuggets that you dropped here. <laughs> <laughs> that was free game, y'all. Free game. You're welcome. That was free. <laughs> so the best place I'll say right now, the best place in these quarantine streets right now to find me, honestly, is on Instagram. One, because I do a lot of um, live sort of events that are basically free, which I'm like, take advantage of free right now during yes, these mm-hmm. quarantine years. Um, because in 2021, the business is going to change just a little bit in terms of the offerings that I have. And so I, right through the end of this year, I'm not doing one-on-one coaching. However, all you got to do is reach out to me on Instagram and an mm-hmm. in Instagram or email. I'm answering a lot of those questions for you that I'd be doing um, um, in one-on-one coaching. And so that's available. But if you're in a space that was like, listen, child, I'm trying to go on that wait list for when it opens up in 2021. Again, just reach out to me there. Um, and that's what we can, you know, get going. Now, Michelle, before we let you go today, I just want you to answer one last question. What does it mean for a Christian for their dreams to be unleashed? What does that tell someone? What does that mean? That's a good closing question, Keish. I love that. And you know what's (laughs) amazing? I've never gotten that question before, ever. Exclusive. This is is a Mary Martha exclusive. (laughs) Mary Martha exclusive. (laughs) What does it mean to be unleashed? I think the very word of when I think about being unleashed, it means that I am not chained by any of my preconceived notions about who I am and who God is in my life and what's possible with God in doing this work. And so when I think about you being unleashed, it is, it doesn't matter my fears and me thinking that I may not qualify to do this work. I'm letting go of that. And I'm going to live in the freedom of exactly what God has called me to do. Amen. Mm. Amen. The freedom. The freedom. Like, I'm gonna yeah. walk around in this free space. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm no longer okay with being chained I'm up. Out here unleashed. <laughs> She's unleashed. I'm out here walking around like a whole new, a whole new person. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh my gosh, guys. Um, so if you've enjoyed the nuggets of wisdom from Michelle McKinney, she is at at Michelle M I C H E L L E. You know it's my middle name, right? I love it. That's why I love you. Yes. The whole internet knows it's your middle name because you, you go by all of your names. <laughs> and that's true. My email yeah, address is Christina Michelle on. Jones. And, <laughs> it's Mrs. Actually. <laughs> yes. That's, that's why the whole like, get it right. Get it right. Yes. So Michelle, Michelle McKinney's Instagram is at Michelle.McKinney, M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y. Y'all, she just told y'all she got a wait list. And um, if y'all email her, she'll answer your questions. So if y'all was smart, um, yeah, I would email her and ask her questions. <laughs> and Michelle, time. we're so grateful that so. you joined us today <laughs> um, and shared all that good godly wisdom. We really appreciate it. I mean, I'm going to be re-listening to this and taking notes. My personal I self. was just saying that <laughs> to myself. myself. Personally, that's what I will be doing. Sure. Um, but we like to end our podcast with our power prayer to send people off for the week. And so mm-hmm. whenever we have a guest, we like to extend yeah. an invitation to our guests to go ahead and give that power prayer to our listeners for this week. And so Michelle, we'd ask that you close us out with that. 
I would love it. I would love it. Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful that you call us your daughters and your sons, Lord. Um, we just thank you for this day. We just thank you for every blessing, the things that we don't even know that you kept us from, Lord God, in mm -hmm. terms of hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you for protecting us, mm -hmm. Lord. Father, I pray that you would just keep the minds and the hearts of every person that's listening here. Father, I pray that you would turn up the fire and give them a holy discontent if they're not living in the space of what you've called them to do. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that they know that they're stopping or not starting is not just because it's not convenient for them or God, or maybe because they don't have time, but help them to understand that their inability to move is impeding somebody else from receiving answered prayers that you want to deliver to them. So father, would you just help them to have the courage, no matter what it is to stopping them, whether it is time resources, or even just confidence, Lord God, or the know-how Father, would you just supernaturally just give them one more push, Lord God, mm -hmm. to illuminate their path, to be able to see what is the very next step that you would have them to, to take, Lord God. Father, I pray if they don't have a community of people to help support them, I pray even one by one or however you choose to do it, Lord God, that you would send a community of people that can be their dream defenders and dream mm -hmm. champions. Mm -hmm. I thank you for Shakisha and Christina, Lord God. I pray that you would just continue to keep them in this podcast. Father, I pray that you would do exceedingly abundantly above all that they could ever ask or think, Lord God. Father, I pray that their words that they are you're using through them, that it would touch people in nations beyond what they have ever dreamed. Mm -hmm. So we thank you for all these things. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray and we give you the glory, God. Amen. 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 We receive that prayer. <laughs> I, re I received that, Michelle. Thank you. you Thank so you so much, y'all. Michelle McKinney, give her a wow, Mary and Martha oh, tribe. We need to do a tribe, yo. <laughs> we'll work on that. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. You know you read my part, but never mind. So like the woman <laughs> in Mark 14, 8, do, do what you, what you can. can. See y'all next, next week. week. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Lou. <laughs>